Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Transform TV series of podcasts. I'm here today with Stefan Piat, who is the Senior Vice President of Supply Chain Strategy and Performance at Schneider Electric. Stefan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Well, you know what? You're going to be speaking up uh, at one of our upcoming events at DISC, aren't you? You're going to be talking to us uh, about uh, some of the journey that you've been going on in digital transformation over there at Schneider. So, uh, um, but why don't we get started with asking you some questions about smart factories? Because I know that's something that you, you like to talk about. Um, what, what, uh, what capabilities do you think define a smart factory? I mean, a smart factory, I mean, you have different levels uh, in a smart factory. I mean, uh, and, and, uh, and that's important to adapt to the, to the maturity of each factory. But, uh, but what we call at Schneider a smart factory is not only a factory that has deployed a technology, but it's also a factory that has performed with the technology. So we have different stage of maturity. Uh, and we have more than 100 factories that have been embarked in the journey. But I could say... Mm-hmm. 50 today, around 50 or in, in that range, uh, and it's changing every month, I've uh, reached the level of maturity we want to, to qualify for performance. So it's really about digital. It's about mm-hmm. uh, leveraging the technology, uh, but it's leveraging the technology for performance. And, and, and we, don't, we cannot say a factory is smart if it's just digital. It has to be performant as well, okay? So for us, a smart factory is digital, and performance okay you know it's interesting that you say that because i think a lot of people probably wrongly so are defining smart factories as just digital factories you know they're mm-hmm. like the words are interchangeable it's almost as though they're creating smart factories for the sake of being digital for the sake of saying digital i i really appreciate the fact that you're saying performance how did you manage to achieve that yeah actually it's it's really a, a process that starts from innovation uh, and and you need to have of course people uh, and and teams that are focused at qualifying the, the 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 technology the innovation and that's where you don't need to be too demanding on the performance immediately so we, mm-hmm. we have teams that are really uh, dedicated. So it's a process. It's, yeah, it's, it's a process. It's a process. And there is innovation and there is scale. And we have a process where we search, we test the technology and we want to try, 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 try and be open enough to fail eventually. But once we reach and qualify a, a proof of concept, then we go to scale. And then when we go to scale, it's about standards. It's about having teams that are really focused at deploying. And it's about having the, the know-how not only centrally, but also in each of the sites so that they can really welcome the technology. Technology is really nothing without people. So it's really about people and technology. So so really, this is the way we do it. And we started three years ago with zero smart factories. Three years down the road, we have more than uh, 115 uh, in the journey. And, 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 And I would say out of these 115, I would say around top 50 factories really in advance has delivered more than more, more than 10 million saving each uh, so and and we really see more more collateral impact in the business as well uh, in terms of capability so it's not only about saving it's really about speed of reactions and capabilities so 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 well i was just going to ask you and you've you've t- teed it up very nicely for me what is the impact of having smart factories on the wider supply chain you know and on uh, performance beyond the manufacturing process yeah, um, so i would say that we have you know, the, the way we look at it, we look at it by, by domain. So, so we have really split the process between uh, plan, procure, make, uh, deliver, and, and care for the customers uh, and, 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 and as well for the planet. 
and we basically see benefits in each of these areas. We can we have seen we have been surprised by by the benefit we saw on the safety, for example, that was not really expected for us, just by having faster detection, reactions, and connection between the people. So with digital and onboard, standard digital and onboard, you can accelerate the reactions for sure. You have per, uh, you have benefits on 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 the maintenance uh, side by the predictive maintenance, the reactions. For sure, you have benefits on the delivery, with the orchestration, the connectivity between 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 the teams, the ability to uh, alert and act uh, on 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 a pain point. So so you, you, these end-to-end connections would not be would not be capable of doing it without the digital capabilities. And of course, sustainability. Uh, uh, we have we are using the digital just to uh, optimize the use of energy in our factories, uh, and this has been very spectacular in terms of impact. So, so I probably for, uh, I forget many, but but about quality, quality. We, we have self-driven machines, self-driven self-adjusted machines, which are much more efficient than than a, than a kind of old-fashioned SPC. Or statistical process control that relies on the ability of people to decide to change. You know, so so self-driven processes contribute to the quality as well. So these are few examples, and I probably forget many, but but we see benefits in terms of speed of reactions, automation of the process, making sure that we free up the energy of the people to really be on, on what brings value to the customer. So basically, what you're saying is you've built, you know, you're you're this has helped to build resilience. I mean, and. Uh, and in today's world with COVID and, and all of this, resilience is one mm-hmm. business critical, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, we, we tend to say, I mean, our CEO says that the biggest productivity we can make is to deliver. Yeah. And, and we often tend to forget that in the supply chain. I mean, it's very important. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, um, the resilience is what built the trust with our customer. That's the reason why they stay with us for long, and, and that has a key value today in the, in, in, in the world. And I think that the COVID has even enhanced this. Uh, and and uh, for sure, the digital is a key component of the resilience. It's about yeah. reconfiguration. It's about uh, end-to-end orchestration. So the digital brings a, a lot on this. We saw that uh, today we have 90% of our customers that are doing remote uh, FAT, remote, uh, remote uh, qualification of equipment. In the past, it was close to zero. Today, it has become mm-hmm. the new norm. Uh, and, 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 big, and that established a trust because people get, get connected and even they cannot travel. We could deliver. So this is, this, we see here the power of digital is really giving us the capability to operate and deliver. Now, of course, digital doesn't make everything. We also decided in Schneider to, to implement what we call a power of two or three. So it's minimum having uh, two sites or three sites uh, uh, for each of the critical core range, ideally positioned in different regions, is so that we can also leverage this as an opportunity to get close, closer to our customer base. So digital helps a lot, combined with the power of two, multi-sourcing, that makes the, 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 the supply chain extremely robust. Okay. So what was the thinking behind it. I mean, this is not clearly nobody could have predicted COVID, uh, but do you think that you guys were probably, I want to say visionary a little bit in preparing for a, 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 a world of disruption? 
And I, I would say originally digital, when we drove the digital and we launched the digital, that was really about performance. Uh, and, and we did right. not really anticipate, uh, to be honest, that, that it would be a fantastic weapon for, 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 for resilience. And, and, and we realized- So, you're, so your, focus was, your focus was on driving top level performance. Oh, and yeah. as a result of that, you ended up getting robust, a robust supply chain that was resilient. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We we really realized at the very early stage of the COVID that finally the infrastructure we had built, uh, the the push we had we had started in 2016, 2017 on digital would be a key asset. And and uh, and to be honest, we did not suspect that so so much. And 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 actually, the the appropriation has been has been exponential of of these tools. So we really accelerated the the. the, the the, the appropriation of the tools that were there and sometimes maybe not, not were used at the maximum of their potential. So for sure, digital has become really a key part of our resilience strategy. We also step back on our footprints and combination of the two, the orchestration layer uh, is making uh, our, uh, uh, I would say, resilient supply chain strategy. And, and for sure, this, is, this focus is a top of mind focus today. Uh, but digital originally was really designed for performance and is now a tool for, for resilience. Yeah. And I think a lot of companies probably don't have much choice. They talk about COVID being the great big digital accelerator, right? Mm -hmm. um, what was your biggest learning from this process? From the COVID, you mean? Uh, or from well, COVID? I, I was going to say, actually, because you've been on this journey for, mm -hmm. uh, for performance longer than, like you say, longer than COVID. So I think maybe it's a two-part question. What's been your biggest learning throughout the implementation of this process mm -hmm. from the beginning? And then also, what's been your biggest learning from the COVID situation? Yeah. So if I start with uh, learning from the digital, is that... Uh, uh, what we have learned is that uh, to make tele digital, uh, um, I would say, a success, there are four key ingredients for us. Uh, first of all, uh, as I, and I, I already started to introduce this one, is about people, competency, and technology. So it's not only about technology, it's technology and people. So, so technology, even perfect technology alone, does not work. You, you mm. can have a very fast car, you need good drivers. Okay, so that's the first learning we had. The second one is that you need to invest massively on, on cybersecurity because you, you, can, you can increase, I would say, uh, and, and you, see, you see, we spoke about resilience. Digital could be a weak chain if you do not invest yes. the, the right amount on cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is key to make digital a success and a sustainable and resilient solution. And the fourth learning was about data excellence and data architecture. I mean, if you want to, to, to give, I would say more capabilities to the machine, uh, you need to increase and enhance the level of quality of your data. And, and you need a very strong and, 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 and uh, uh, I would say end-to-end -end governance that helps you to have that capability. So that's, that's our learning from a digital standpoint. From resilience, as I said, is, is what, we what we learned from the COVID is that resilience is a, is a key value on to build that kind of trustful partnership and 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 uh, and it's a must have uh, that's one of the, our learning and and to do this what we learned is that we need to have backups uh, we need to have balanced supply chain and, and and what we have built along the years is a regional supply chain which we're going to continue to build on multi-hub multi uh, 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 i would say uh, skill competency center because when you cannot travel uh, the digital mm -hmm. 
connect you, but you need to have the skill sets in each of your sites to 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 pull in the technology and to uh, and to operate. So so for us for us the multi-hub strat- strategy, power of two or three on our site and multi-sourcing is really the, one of the biggest learning of the COVID crisis, and we're going to continue towards that direction. Do you think that perhaps a lot of a lot of uh, focus is on the technology and not so much? just talked about in terms of cybersecurity for digital transformation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, cybersecurity, as I said, is a key enabler. I mean, if you, if you don't have it, it's just one event and mm-hmm. all your architecture is gone. I mean, so, so, so we, I mean, we, we saw in, in, in the past years, I mean, companies uh, uh, being completely stopped uh, yeah. uh, by, by one cyber attack. And you need only one. I mean, it's like driving without light. Uh, insurance i mean as yeah. long as you don't have accidents go away so resilience is about not having accidents okay it's about anticipating this accident so 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 we do have today in schneider a very robust cyber security structure um, that we have invested on and we have amplified with with and it's not on here again it's not only about technology we you need to have the technology to detect the bridge and you need to have the people that fix the bridge, you know? So it's yeah. also about organizations, cyber leaders. So, so there is no digital without cyber security. It's, it's, it's not going to last long, okay? And, and then let's, let's talk about people for a second, because you, you make a very big point in everything you've been saying that number one, people, you know, it, it, I, I love the fact that you put that as number one. So this is one of my big, big pains is that most people talk about digital transformation as though it's just digital. It's about technology. Do you think there's a cultural issue or a mindset issue that has to be driven from leadership down in order to take companies or take people with you in your digital strategy? I would say old-fashioned leaders drive old-fashioned organization. I mean, uh, you, you, you need to be, to be, first of all, it, for sure, it needs to start from the leadership. The digital uh, acumen, the digital competency is 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 a multi generation uh, transformation. I mean, the, and, and you need to have this diversity. You need to have a mix of uh, of uh, uh, different generations, and of course, the younger generation has been born into this world and it's going to adopt the tool in a much faster manner. But but everybody has to change. I mean, uh, and for 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 me, it's it's really something we have been investing specifically on uh, with with assessment, with training, with special skills, competency development. So and this is a must have if you want to make sure that the, the technology delivers what you expect. I mean, uh, so so this is really starting from the top of the organization down to the bottom and every level. We do have also. Uh, digital training, massively digital training, okay. also on the blue collar. So digital is not only about uh, uh, you know uh, uh, white collars. We 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 all our blue collars getting access to digital, getting training, and we want to also make sure that this workforce uh, is also living with, and with not, their time. Yeah. So and it's not scared of digital. Do you know? Because and I think not a lot of about digital exactly. A, a lot of people could be, you know, or are not could be are concerned about digital taking their jobs, right? So uh, that's what I mean by a, a mindset shift as well. Yeah, it, we really we like to speak about augmented workforce. I mean, for us, I mean, the digital um, is is a winning uh, recipe. I mean, for us, it it helps the people, our people, to deliver more uh, uh, and to maximize their 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 impact. 
so so in in the shop floor, I can tell you our, our operators love it. I mean, they 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 when you bring them a tool that's going to help them to diagnose a, a machine defect and to immediately identify where they can act. This is this is making their life so easy. I mean, they love it. I mean, they, uh, digital and people together are stronger, and, and this is the way we, we approach it. I mean, it's not about technology replacing people. That 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 does not exist in our in our company. That, that it's more about delivering more. Well, you guys recently completed a transformation initiative and are now embarking on a new one, aren't you? The Strive program. Uh, how does a company sustain itself while constantly redefining processes and introducing new technology and new, new everything? Or, mm-hmm. and, and then here's my second question. And then is it important to do that? I mean, for us, it's, it's, it's a question of, of, uh, or, uh, of mindset. I mean, we, 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 we permanently want to strive for the best uh, and, 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 <laughs> rethink the way we could operate better so so we in schneider we usually try to bring i would say to bring a bit of stability during three years time frame which we felt was 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 a way to not create kind of permanent instability as well but every Mm -hmm. three years what we do is that we step back we connect we exchange uh, uh, with with our uh, partners uh, uh, with with the best best in class uh, uh, leaders be them in our technology area or not, uh, but but it takes us three to six months uh, uh, to 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 step back and then relaunch a, a new new wave of transformation. But we like to to do this that way. It creates what is very important is that you don't have any agile organization or agile mindset if you don't have a unified vision. And for us, these give us the vision, and we give the local empowerment. We give the vision but we empower people to execute locally and, and, and to pull us afterwards. So that's the way we operate and we, we, we leverage the, the power of our global supply chain without having this heavy boat to, to, to pull. You see what I mean? So, so this is yeah. very key. And Stefan, what, what advice would you give to supply chain leaders at the moment that are struggling with the day-to-day of running a business during the era of disruption that we live in now, but are also very keen on implementing a transformation strategy? Well, first advice is is basically uh, uh, um, be selective on, on, on your battles for sure. Uh, but but for me, make sure that you have a kind of global vision that is easy to understand, easy to deploy, and easy to adapt to the context of each yeah. entity. Sometimes we try to define something that's going to really be very very uh, uh, narrow. Uh, uh, I would say uh, uh, I would say targeted. And maybe so yes. targeted that it cannot be deployed in some countries. So, so you need to have a vision right. that that allows local uh, uh, appropriation and and that's going to be able to be deployed locally. That's the first one. So, so we we apply in Schneider the Oshin uh, uh, process where we have that vision and each of these vision is afterwards deployed uh, in each of the entity. So in each of our factories we have a deployment plan. So that's that's my first advice is a vision that creates the consistency but you locally empower the team to adapt it mm-hmm. and to to create the pulling effect so that's our agile mindset common vision local empowerment the second advice is really don't underestimate the power of having local skills so investment on the local skills uh, sometimes you, you need to have strong leaders technologue centrally that can create the change initiate the chain light the fire 
But afterwards, you need to ensure the local empowerment to get the speed. And this is for us a key learning from the past. And it's even more important in a world where, where, where we cannot travel and, and, and help each other so much as we could in the past, eventually. Stefan, thank you so much for sharing this. I mean, you're going to be speaking at the upcoming uh, Digital Supply Chain Strategies event on the 10th of March, and you're going to be talking to us about driving end-to-end digital transformation in the uh, Schneider Electric Supply Chain. So very much looking forward to that. Uh, I want to thank you for being here and thank you for giving us your advice. Thank you, Maria, for the nice conversation. It's been a pleasure. For those of you watching at home, we'll see you in the next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.